Hey everyone, I am Mamta, spirituality, lifestyle and mindset coach and the host of my podcast Keep It Real. I'm a certified life coach, Bhagavad Gita expertee and have been trained under a Vedic monk. I'm also a certified tarot reader and a numerologist and I love to guide people in their life journey. I created this podcast with an intention to motivate, inspire and empower you to be the greatest version of yourself and to live a life filled with passion, purpose, love, abundance and immense happiness. So join me as each week I choose different topics and talk about personal growth, relationships, money mindset, spirituality, concepts from Bhagavad Gita, law of attraction and so much more. Hey everyone, how are you guys doing? I'd been on a hiatus for some time due to personal reasons, but now I'm back and I am back on a very special occasion with a special episode. Today is Janmashtami, the day supreme personality of Godhead Lord Krishna appeared on earth. When we speak of Krishna, we refer to him as the supreme personality of Godhead along with his many many expansions. Krishna in other words means everything and includes everything. Guys, if you've heard of Krishna as one of the 10 avatars of Lord Vishnu, then let me break that myth for you and clarify that it is not true. Now this is not what I am saying. This has been described in Shrimad Bhagavatam and also in Bhagavad Gita. Krishna expands himself as Baladeva, Sankarshana, Vasudeva, Anirudh, Pradyumna, Rama, Narsimha and Varaha as well as many other incarnations and innumerable Vishnu expansions. These are described in Shrimad Bhagavatam to be as numerous as the uncountable waves. So Krishna includes all such expansions as well as his pure devotees. So today we'll start with the first story that's the birth of Lord Krishna. In the Bhagavad Gita the Lord says that his appearance birth and activities all are transcendental and that one who understands them factually becomes immediately eligible to be transferred to the spiritual world the lord's appearance or birth is not like that of an ordinary man who is forced to accept a material body according to his past deeds the lord's appearance is explained in the second chapter he appears out of his own sweet pleasure When the time was mature for the appearance of the Lord the constellations became very auspicious the astrological influence of the star known as Rohini was predominant this star is considered to be very auspicious and is under the direct supervision of Brahma according to the astrological conclusions besides the proper situation of the stars There are auspicious and inauspicious moments due to the different situations of the different planetary systems. At the time of Krishna's birth, the planetary systems were automatically adjusted so that everything became auspicious. At that time, in all directions, east, west, south, north, everywhere, there was an atmosphere of peace and prosperity. There were auspicious stars visible in the sky and on the surface of the earth in all towns and villages and pasturing grounds and within the minds of everyone there were signs of good fortune The rivers were flowing full of waters and lakes were beautifully decorated with lotus flowers The forests were full with beautiful birds and peacocks 
all the birds within the forests begin to sing with sweet voices and the peacocks begin to dance along with their consorts. The wind blew very pleasantly, carrying the aroma of different flowers and the sensation of bodily touch was very pleasing. At home, the brahmanas who were accustomed to offering sacrifices in the fire found their homes very pleasant for offerings. Due to the disturbances created by the demonic kings, the sacrificial fire had been almost stopped in the houses of brahmanas. But now they could find the opportunity to start the fire peacefully. Being forbidden to offer sacrifices, the brahmanas had been very much distressed in mind, intelligence and activities. But just on the point of Krishna's appearance, automatically their minds became full of joy because they could hear the transcendental vibrations in the sky proclaiming the appearance of Supreme Personality of Godhead. The denizens of the Gandharva and Kinnara planets began to sing and the denizens of Siddhaloka and the planets of Charanas began to offer prayers in the service of personality of Godhead. In the heavenly planets, the angels and their wives along with the Vidyaras and their wives began to dance. The great sages and the demigods being pleased began to shower flowers. At the seashore, there was the sound of mild waves and above the sea, there were clouds in the sky which began to thunder very pleasingly. When things were adjusted like this, Lord Vishnu, who is, the resi- who is residing within the heart of every living entity, appeared in the darkness of night as the Supreme Personality of Godhead before Devaki, who appeared as one of the demigoddesses. The appearance of Lord Vishnu at that time could be compared to the rising of the full moon over the eastern horizon. The objection may be raised that since Lord Krishna appeared on the eighth day of the waning moon, there could be no rising of the full moon. In answer to this, it may be said that Lord Krishna appeared in the dynasty which is in the hierarchy of the moon. Therefore, although the moon was incomplete on that night, because of Lord's appearance in the dynasty wherein the moon is himself the original person, the moon was in an overjoyous condition. So by the grace of Krishna, he could appear just like a full moon. In an astronomical treatise by the name Kamikya, Kamanikya, the constellation at the time of the appearance of Lord Krishna are very nicely described. It is confirmed that the child born at that auspicious moment was a supreme Brahman or the absolute truth. Vasudeva saw that wonderful child born as a baby with four hands holding conch shell, club, disc and lotus flower decorated with the mark of Srivastsa wearing the jeweled necklace of Kavstaba stone dressed in yellow silk appearing dazzling like a bright blackish cloud wearing a helmet bedecked with the Vaidurya stone valuable bracelets, earrings and similar other ornaments all over his body and beautified by an abundance of hair on his head. Due to the extraordinary feature of this child, Vasudeva was struck with wonder. How could a newly born child be so decorated? Vasudeva could therefore understand that Lord Krishna had now appeared and he became overpowered by the occasion. 
Vasudeva very humbly wondered that although he was an ordinary living entity conditioned by material nature and was externally imprisoned by kams, the all-pervading personality of Godhead Vishnu or Krishna had appeared as a child in his home, exactly in his original position. No earthly child is born with four hands, decorated with ornaments and nice clothing, fully equipped with all the signs of personality of Godhead. Over and over again, Vasudeva glanced at this child and he considered how to celebrate the auspicious moment. Generally, when a male child is born, he thought, people observe the occasion with jubilant celebrations and in my home, although I am imprisoned, the Supreme Personality of God has taken birth. How many millions and millions of times should I be prepared to observe this auspicious ceremony? When Vasudeva was looking at his newborn baby, he was so happy that he wanted to give many thousands of cows in charity to the Brahmanas. According to the Vedic systems, whenever there is an auspicious ceremony in the Kshatriya king's palace, out of joy, the king gives many things in charity. Cows decorated with golden ornaments are delivered to the Brahmanas and the sages. Vasudeva wanted to perform a charitable ceremony to celebrate Krishna's appearance, but because he was shackled within the walls of Kamsa's prison, this was not possible. Instead, within his mind, he gave thousands of cows to the Brahmanas. Vasudeva was convinced that the newborn child is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and so he bowed down with folded hands and began to offer him prayers. Vasudeva said, my dear Lord, I can understand who you are. You are the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the Super Soul of all living entities and the Absolute Truth. You've appeared in your own eternal form, which is directly perceived by us. You do not belong to this material world. You are the same person who brings about the cosmic manifestation simply by glancing over the material nature. Vasudeva further said, One has to understand your appearance with great intelligence because the material energy is also emanating from you. You are the original source of the material energy just as the sun is the source of sunshine. You appear to be in the three modes of material energy, but actually the three modes of material energy cannot cover you. We learn from the Vedic inversions that Supreme Brahman exhibits his effulgence and therefore everything becomes illuminated. We can understand from the Brahma Samhita that the Brahma Jyoti or the Brahman effulgence emanates from the body of Supreme Lord. And from the Brahman effulgence, all the creation takes place. He further said, My Lord, you are the Supreme Controller, the Personality of Godhead, the Supreme Great, maintaining the order of this cosmic manifestation. Yet in spite of your being the Supreme Controller, you have so kindly appeared in my home. The purpose of your appearance is to kill the followers of the demonic rulers of the world. I understand that you have appeared in order to kill the uncivilized Kams and his followers. After this prayers of Vasudeva, Devaki, the mother of Krishna, offered her prayers. She said, My dear Lord, your eternal forms like Narayan, Lord Ram, Varaha, Narsimha, Baladeva and millions of similar incarnations emanating from Vishnu are described in the Vedic literature as original. You are original because all your forms as incarnations are outside of this material creation. Your form was existing before this cosmic manifestation was created. Your forms are eternal and all-pervading. 
you are self-effulgent, changeless and uncontaminated by the material qualities. Such eternal forms are ever cognizant and full of bliss. They are situated in transcendental goodness and are always engaged in different pastimes. You are not limited to a particular form only. You are transcendental, eternal and self-sufficient. I can understand that you are the Supreme Lord Vishnu also. After millions of years, when Lord Brahma comes to the end of his life, the annihilation of the cosmic manifestation takes place. At that time, the five elements, namely earth, water, fire, air and ether, enter into the Mahatattva. My Lord, I offer my, my respectful obeisances onto you because you are the director of the unmanifested total energy and the ultimate reservoir of the material nature. My Lord, the whole cosmic manifestation is under the influence of time, beginning from the moment up to the duration of the year. All act under your direction. You are the original director of everything and the reservoir of all the potent energies. All the conditioned souls are continuously fleeing from one body to another and from one planet to another. Yet, they do not get free from the onslaught of birth and death. But when one of these fearful living entities come under the shelter of your lotus feet, he can lie down without anxiety of being attacked by the formidable death. There the Lord says that even after the travelling all over the universe from Brahmalok to Patalok, one cannot accept the attack of birth, death, disease and old age. This is what has been said into Bhagavad Gita. She further said, My Lord Madhusudana, I wish that Kamsa may not learn that you are already born. Therefore, I request you to conceal this four-armed form of your Lordship which holds the four symbols of Vishnu. My dear Lord, at the end of the annihilation of the cosmic manifestation, you put the whole universe within your abdomen. Still, by your unalloyed mercy, you have appeared in my womb. I am surprised that you Im- imitate the activities of ordinary human beings just to please your devotees. On hearing the prayers of Devaki, the Lord replied, My dear mother, in the millennium of Swayambhu Manu, my father Vasudeva was living as one of the Prajapatis. His name at that time was Sutapa, and you were his wife named Prishni. At that time, when Lord Brahma was desiring to increase the population, he requested you to generate offspring. You controlled your senses and performed severe austerities. By practicing the breathing exercise of the yoga system, both you and your husband could tolerate all the influences of the material laws. You also executed all religious principles and in this way you were able to cleanse your heart and control the influences of the material laws. In executing your austerity, you used to eat only the leaves of the trees which fell to the ground. Then with a steady mind and controlled sex drive, you worshipped me, desiring some wonderful benediction from me. Both of you practiced severe austerities. During that time, your mind was always absorbed in me. When you were executing devotional service and always thinking of me within your heart, I was very much pleased with you. O sinless mother, your heart is always pure. And at that time also, I appeared before you in this form just to fulfill your desire and I asked you to ask whatever you desired. At that time, you wished to have me born as your son. Although you saw me personally, instead of asking for your complete liberation from material bondage under the influence of my energy, you asked me to become your son. In other words, to appear in the material world, the Lord selected his mother and father, namely Prishni and Sutaba, respectively.
Whenever the Lord comes as a human being, he must have a mother and a father. So he selected Krishna and Sudaba to be his mother and father perpetually. And on account of this, neither Krishna or Sudaba could ask the Lord for liberation. In due course of time, Krishna became pregnant and gave birth to the child. The Lord spoke to Devaki and Vasudeva. At that time, my name was Prishnigarbha. In the next millennium, you took birth as Aditi and Kashyap and I became a child of the name Upendra. At that time, my form was like a dwarf and for this reason, I am also known as Vamanadev. I gave you the benediction that I would take birth as your son three times. The first time, I was known as Prishnigarbha, born of Prishni and Sutapa. In the next birth, I was Upendra, born of Aditi and Kashyap. And now for the third time, I was I am born as Krishna from you, Devaki and Vasudeva. I have appeared in this Vishnu form just to convince you that I am the same Supreme Personality of Godhead again taken birth. I could have appeared like an ordinary child, but in that way, you would have not believed that the Supreme Personality of Godhead had taken birth in your womb. My dear father and mother, you have therefore raised me many times as your child with great affection and love, and therefore I am very pleased and obliged to you. Having spoken thus to his father and mother, the Lord turned himself into an ordinary child in their presence and remained silent. Being ordered by the Supreme Personality of God, Vasudeva prepared to take his son from the delivery room. And exactly at that time, a daughter was born to Nanda and Yashoda. She was Yogamaya, the internal potency of the Lord. By the influence of this internal potency, Yogamaya, all the residents of the Kamsa's palace, especially the doorkeepers, were overwhelmed with deep sleep and all the palace doors opened, although they were barred and shackled with iron chains. The night was very dark, but as soon as Vasudeva took Krishna on his lap and went out, he could see everything just as in the sunlight. In the Chaitanya Charita Amrita, it is said that Krishna is just like sunlight and that wherever there is Krishna, the illusionary energy which is compared to darkness cannot remain. When Vasudeva was carrying Krishna, the darkness of the night appeared. All the prison doors automatically opened. At that time, there was thunder in the sky and severe rainfall. While Vasudeva was carrying his son Krishna in the falling rain, Lord Shesha in the form of serpent spread his hood over the head of Vasudeva so that he would not be hampered by the rainfall. Vasudeva came onto the bank of Yamuna and saw that water of the Yamuna was roaring with waves and that the whole span of river was full of foam. Still in that furious feature, the river gave passage to Vasudeva to cross just as the great Indian Ocean gave path to Lord Rama when he was bringing over the, bridging over the gulf. In this way, Vasudeva crossed the river Yamuna. On the other side, he went to the palace of Nanda Maharaj situated in the Gokula, where he saw that all the cowherd men were fast asleep. He took the opportunity to silently enter the house of Yashoda, and without difficulty he changed his son for the baby girl, newly born there. Then, after entering the house, very silently and exchanging the boy for the girl, he returned to the prison of Kams and silently put the girl on the lap of Devaki. He again clamped the shackles, of, shackles on himself so that Kamsa could not recognize that so many things had happened. 
Mother Yashoda understood that a child had been born to her, but because she was very tired from the labor of childbirth, she fell fast asleep. When she awoke, she could not remember whether she had given birth to a male or a female child. Thus, we end the story of the birth of Lord Krishna. I wish you all a very happy Janmashtami. If you liked today's episode, please subscribe to the channel, rate the episode. And I promise that I'll come with more such interesting stories and many more interesting topics. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. It means the world to me to have this time with you and I cannot wait to explore more interesting topics with you in coming weeks. That being said, if you want a personal tarot reading or a numerology reading, feel free to DM me on my Instagram handle that is mamta underscore mn. I repeat mamta underscore mn. Or send me an email on my email ID that's mamtanagvekar.me at gmail.com. I'm including all the details in the description box. Please check it out. Also, don't forget to subscribe and rate the podcast. It would mean the world to me. And if you find it useful, please take a moment to share it with your friends and family. Thank you so much for spending the time with me. I'll see you next week. Take care. Bye.